Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. We've got a great message today. We've got a special guest. He's not a special guest anymore. Good friend of mine, Steve Young, is going to be on the show with me today. He's going to be talking about faith. Really important, folks. You need to hear this message. Stay tuned. You're going to love it. Okay, so we are back. Steve, welcome back to the show. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me again. Yes, again. And for those who don't know, we never left the studio <laughs> from the last message we did, but it's kind of neat to uh, get set up and, and uh, share the Word of God and encourage folks. And so Steve did a six-part series on faith at the Empowering Life Center down in Holden, Maine, down with Lois Flewellen and the crew. Yes. And uh, at the gathering place. And so we're going to talk today about faith. I want to have him on the show today so he could talk to us about faith, but also to share where you folks will be able to find his series. So Steve, faith, what caused you to teach about faith? It was, starters? well, it was a few months ago. Um, I was looking for a new series to preach on, mm -hmm. and I felt like the Lord was directing me to talk about faith. And I'll be honest, when I first kind of get that direction, my first initial thought was, well, that's kind of boring. <laughs> I don't, you know, faith is simple. Faith is... So I started to study faith, mm -hmm. and I realized real quick that faith is a simple word, but it has a very complex, deep meaning. Oh yeah. To that word faith. When you start studying what faith is, it, and I did a I did a six-part series, but honestly, it could have talked for probably 3 months oh, yeah. on faith. Faith Definitely. is from Genesis to Revelation. Right. It's all through the Bible. Mm -hmm. Uh you find people who walked in faith and you find the word faith and you find scriptures on faith. Uh so that's honestly what triggered me is I felt the Lord was saying I want you to study faith and do a series on it. And I initially reluctantly started studying it because I thought it was just I just it just didn't interest me but man once I get into it I really found some some good nuggets and, and it deepened my understanding on what faith is yeah definitely you were I know I know sometimes the Holy Spirit will lay something on us and we'll be like oh man that's mm -hmm. gonna be deeper Hey, the faith like a mustard seed, you know, but yeah, it's a lot deeper than that. And we really need to focus on faith in our daily walks, like yeah. in our last talk where we were talking about the calling that God has on our life and how do we actually take that step in that direction. Mm -hmm. And it definitely surrounds, it's, it's all about faith. Yeah. Faith is something that as a Christian should be part of our daily mm. walk, that we're walking in faith towards something. Right. Um, and it's not just, sometimes people hear the word faith and they think, well, that they relate faith to negative situations in life. Mm -hmm. I need a healing. I need deliverance. I need this. I need that. But faith is, it's, it's more than that. It's even in the good things of life. Walking towards your calling, walking towards your purpose requires faith because mm -hmm. you don't have it all like You don't see all the parts and pieces and the, everything that's going to come your way right. as you're moving towards what you're called to do. So what I found through my own life is it takes faith to have faith. So 
to have faith, <laughs> it takes faith <laughs> to, to be able to walk that out. Right. And faith started the day that we got saved, the yes. day that we accepted Christ. Mm-hmm. The Bible tells us that you're saved by, by faith. faith. Yes, it does. So faith, the minute you said yes to God, your faith walk started right then mm. and there. And, and faith is something that I heard somebody say once, and it really stuck with me. They said people use, even non-believers use faith. They just don't realize it. Yeah, when you true. understand what faith is, faith is simply believing for something that's not existent yet. Mm-hmm. So even non-believers, even atheists use faith. Right. They see something in their future that they desire, and they believe that it's going to happen, and they hope that it's going to happen. They That's operate true. in a level of faith. Um, so faith is all around us. It's in everything we do. We don't always realize it because it's it's may might not be something major. Mm-hmm. But even in the course of the day, you might say, "Lord, you got to help me. I, I need to get all this work done at at work at my job. You got to help me. I need to get this done by the end of the day." You're hoping, you've got a goal, and you're trusting in the Lord to help you get. Right. That work done, that works. So you use faith all the time. We just don't realize it. Mm-hmm. And then there's kind of like blind faith too, like where you go out in the middle of a winter storm and you pull that key out of your pocket to start your vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's that blind faith where you you plan on that vehicle starting up. Yeah. You don't even think twice about it. That vehicle is supposed to start. Yeah. 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 yeah you just trust that when I turn that key, it's, it's going to start. You don't question it. Right. Um, so faith presents itself in many different ways but it um it's something that we use constantly and we don't realize it and there's a deep meaning to faith Mm. and so i encourage people to study faith like start finding every scripture you can find on faith and study it uh find out what it really means starting in the beginning in the beginning yeah even the common scripture for Faith is Hebrews 11.1. 1. That's the one that most people know when you mm-hmm. talk about faith. They think about Hebrews 11.1, 1, which is, uh, depending on the translation, but now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the mm-hmm. evidence of things not seen. Right. So it's something you're, you're hoping for that you don't see lots of times any, anything pointing towards that thing happening, mm-hmm. you're just hoping for it. It's, it might be hope in your natural, like, I hope that I get this job. Right. Uh, or it might be something God has shown you that he says, this is my plan for you. So you begin to hope towards that. You have faith towards mm-hmm. that. Uh, and something that's very, when I began to study this, I started out studying just that one passage in Hebrews 11.1, 1, and the New King James Version, different versions say different things, but the mm-hmm. New King James Version says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Something very interesting that I found in that, uh, I'm a studier, so I see words, and certain words jump out to me, and I'll say, okay, there's got to be, there's a meaning behind that. Yeah. Why was it worded that way? Mm-hmm. So something very interesting in this that I feel like is, you got to start here and understand this with faith is, just those words, the substance. Mm-hmm. In the original Greek language, it's a compound of two words. It actually means under covenant or title deed. So faith is the title deed of things hopeful. Well, what's a title deed? It's a, by definition, it's a deed or document containing 
or constituting evidence of ownership. When you buy property, you buy a house, you buy a piece of land, you get a title deed. Mm -hmm. That title deed says, I own that land. So faith is the title deed of things hoped for. Faith says, I own that. That belongs to me. So let's say you're believing for healing. Mm -hmm. When you truly believe that healing belongs to you, you begin to operate in a level of faith, believing that God's going to heal you. It becomes a substance. Faith becomes your title deed where you say, I own this. This healing belongs to me. I'm standing in this because this is mine. Mm -hmm. And that's when you shift from not allowing the enemy, Satan, right, to discourage you that well, you know, maybe God doesn't really want to heal you, right? You know, heal other people, maybe doesn't want to heal. No, no, no. I have faith. I know what the Bible says. It's my title deed, and you present that as I own this. This right. belongs to me. So when I first started studying that, I'm like, okay, we've got to understand what does faith even do? It becomes my title deed. Mm. It becomes what I stand on. Because I'm what I'm believing for, I believe belongs to me. I own it. Right, like your birthright. That's right. You know, that's good that you brought that up because that happened to me. Uh, running friends, helping friends, running the food pantry that I ran for twelve years. God really trained me on faith mm-hmm. when it came to doing ministry. And in that, there were many times, and there was one time uh, I saw these cluster the racks. I saw the pallet racks down at Good Shepherd Food Bank in Auburn, mm-hmm. Maine, and they had all this food piled on them, and I thought, I want those shelves. Came back and told a good brother, Jeff Armstrong, about it, and uh, he asked a couple people, come to find out, someone had some racks sitting outside, got blessed with the racks, but after getting the racks, I started telling people, if God's blessed us with racks, I'm getting a forklift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got forklift have a forklift. Yes, yeah. exactly, and I called a forklift company and told them that... Uh, what I was doing, and I wanted to know if they had a forklift they could donate to me because I knew I was going to get one for free. And the guy laughed at me and said they cost over $14,000. And I said, <laughs> well, thanks for your time. Got off the phone and kept believing in faith and knowing that God's going to get me a forklift mm-hmm. without me having to raise a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, Jeff went out and took me out, and him and I came back to the building, and there's a forklift sitting there. <laughs> and you have a lot of stories like that with that food pantry. Right? Yeah. Vans and yes. box trucks. and Yep. It's that stepping out in faith. This is what I believe. Yes. God knows what you need. Yes. You know, to do what you're called to do. That's right. And what a lot of people don't realize is the story even behind your – because my family, my wife and I, the girls, we were – in the beginning with yes. you with that food pantry. That's right. So we saw that go from where it started. I mean, I, I, different people, if, if you know us, you've probably heard me tell the story before, but many of you listening have never heard the story. When Steve first started this food pantry, he brought us, I think it was a Sunday afternoon, he said, all right, you got to check out what I'm doing. i got to show you what I'm doing. So we go in the back of where he was first located, and there's a, one of those little kind of wire shelves sitting in the oh, corner yes, yes. with a few cans of vegetables on it. Wow. And and you sit back and you look at that and you go, man, we're going to need more cans of peas than that <laughs> to feed the town. But it started there. Yeah. And then pretty soon, here it's in this building Yeah. with pallet racks and forklifts. And yes. 20, 30 people packing boxes and box trucks. And I mean, it. but it was taking that step of faith. Yes. You didn't start, you didn't 
open, build the building, open the doors, and throw the pallet racks in there and get the forklift. That's it right. was one little step at a time. Yep, and showing uh, what's the best way to say it. It's like being obedient and being grateful with what you have and kicking butt at it. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, even though we only had those little shelves, that's okay. We're going to take care of them, and we're going to be faithful in a little. Excellent. Because then, yes, because if you're faithful in what little bit you might be doing or what you think you're doing, which is big in God's eyes, you keep doing what you're doing, God's going to reward you. Whether you're cleaning the bathrooms, sweeping the floors, whatever you may be doing, for the Lord, mm-hmm. just remember that. He knows your heart. He knows what you're doing. Have faith that God's going to continue to bless you and give yep. you the resources you need. Yeah. Doing it with excellence, I think, is key. In anything we walk in in faith, mm-hmm. whatever you step towards, is doing it in excellence based on what you've been given to work with. Yes. So, you know, you might have only had started out with a few wire racks to put a few mm-hmm. cans of vegetables on and different things on but you didn't just take all those and just throw them on there <laughs> well i've just got these few little racks to i'll just throw that no, no no they were on That's their right. meat they Neatly. were on there yep. one thing that i i noticed from day one when we started helping you with the food pantry was you took pride in what you were giving out yes a lot of food pantries and things that they may have the attitude of, well it doesn't matter what those boxes look like. I don't care that there's three inches of dirt on that. Just They're getting this for free, but you never took it that way. That's right. You did it with excellence. It was, if the cans are dirty, wipe them off. Yep. I want these to be clean. I want people to feel like they that we want to care for them. Yeah. That we're not just here angrily handing them free food. Exactly. That's not. So it was because, you know, you do it in excellence mm. and God honors that. Yeah. And you see, and the people around you. Even non-believers see what you're doing <laughs> and walk up and hint, hey, do you need some help? Do you need you know, yes. financial help? What, what do you need? Yep. And they, they, because they see what you're doing to help others. Yep. Uh, and that applies to anything that we're called to do. When we step out in faith to do it, it's doing it with a spirit of excellence mm-hmm. that whether you've got $10 worth of product to work with or you've got a million dollars worth of you work with excellence based on what you've got to work with, yeah. and God honors that. I like that. Yeah, that is good. That's true. And just have faith and know that, have faith in knowing God's got your back. Yeah. And you step out and you do what you need to do. That's right. That's right. I, When I did this series on faith, and, I, and I'm going to go off the top of my head because I didn't, I wasn't prepared for this quote. It just popped into my mind, uh-huh. and I read it. It was from somebody else that said it, but basically— in a nutshell, when it comes to faith, is we need to have so much faith and we need to believe for so much and we need to step out so big mm-hmm. that if God doesn't show up, yes, we all look like fools. So, and I know a lot of people, they struggle with that because they don't want to look like a fool, but we need to have so much faith requires you to step out into the unknown. Mm-hmm. And put your trust in God to the point that if this doesn't work out, I'm really going to look like a fool here. But I've got to trust that this is the direction the Lord has for me. This is what he's told me to do. And I'm going to take that step and trust that he's going to come through and things are going to going to fall into place like they, like they should. Yes, it's just like uh, looking in Daniel 3.18. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they're getting ready to get thrown into the fire. The fiery furnace, as they like to say. 
and uh, verses 17 and 18, it says, If the God whom we serve exists, then he will be able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden statue you have set up. Mm -hmm. So in faith, they knew flat out he was going to save them. That's right. They knew that this is where we belong. Yep. Regardless of the situation that surrounds us, Mm -hmm. this is where I belong, and God's going to take care of me. Yep. That's very very key, and I think it leads into the other point. I mean, faith, there's so much to this, but the other thing that I wanted to bring out with faith, and it's part of the series that I did, is in Hebrews uh, chapter 11 again, verse 8. Verses 8 and the first part of verse 9, and it says that this is in the the NIV, but it says, By faith Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, Mm. even though he did not know where he was going. That's verse 8. So that's the first point is he was called to go somewhere that was his inheritance, but he didn't know where that place was. He, He was unfamiliar with it. It wasn't familiar territory Mm -hmm. so he still went so we all have places that are our quote-unquote inheritance it's our calling right god has something for us to do we don't know 100 percent what that looks like we don't know 100 percent where it's going to lead us what kind of road it's going to lead us down but we still have to step out in faith like abraham did and still go even though we don't 100 percent know where we're going right the second part of that and this is what stood out to me when I began to study faith, this has never stood out to me before until when I studied for this series on faith, is the first part of verse 9. It says, By faith he made his home in the promised land, like a stranger in a foreign country. Other translations say, when he arrived at the land God had promised him, he felt like a stranger. Wow. What stuck out to me the most there is, we have to know that we know that we know. And this ties in with, you know, the fiery furnace mm-hmm. um, illustration. That we have to know that where God has called us, when we reach that quote-unquote promised land, the place that God's called us to, right? that even if I feel like a foreigner and I feel like a stranger, yes. here's, here's what happens many times. People go, people get called to where they think they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. May be a geographical location, but may not be. May just be doing what they're supposed to do. And we begin to feel like a stranger. We feel like a foreigner. Like, where is everybody? Like, everybody's just disowned me. Uh What's going on? This can't be right. Well, this can't be. I must be doing something wrong. I can't be in the right place if I feel this way. When I read this, it causes me, and I just, I only present this as a suggestion because you have to, discern this for yourself. When you feel like a stranger, it may be an indication that you're not where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But I want to suggest that just like Abraham, when you feel like a stranger or a foreigner, maybe that's God pointing to you that says, no, this is actually where I want you to be. Yes. Because Abraham, even when he reached the land God promised him, he still felt like a stranger. Yeah. And that's what stuck out to me the most. We have to be careful. That's where we have to be in tune with what God wants us to do. That mm-hmm. just because you feel like a stranger and a foreigner does not mean 
that's not where you belong. Right. It may be an indication that God's got you exactly where he wants exactly. you. Exactly. So even with what you just shared, Steve, they're in that fiery furnace. I bet they felt a little bit like foreigners and strangers. They weren't, they weren't being <laughs> yeah. treated like family here. Right. But they still knew this oh, yeah. is where God wanted them. And they said, I'm not going to move from here. Yep, that's right. Because even though I'm feeling this way, this is where God wants me. Yep. So that's a very important key with faith. Um, that's where discernment comes in, where we have to know. You have to, and, and people have said to me, well, how do I know? How do I know that all of these things happening in my life is God and not the devil? Right. How do I know that? And this is just from my own personal experience is I follow God's peace. We've all had those questions. I've had those questions. How do I know that this is God directing me mm-hmm. and not the devil trying to stop me? Right. How do I know that? What, what does my peace say? Mm-hmm. If I've got peace about the situation, because God leads with peace. He's the God of peace. He doesn't lead with fear and anxiety and all of those things. So even in the midst, I may have some fear, but there's there's that gut peace that I just know that this is where Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be. Then I know it's God. If I don't have peace, I back off from it a little bit. Right. And say, God, where do you really want me here? Yeah, that's important what you're sharing because... You know, it's funny you brought up Abraham because when you started talking, when we were talking about that, I thought of Abraham when God told him to take Isaac and go sacrifice mm. him. Yeah. Perfect example. He didn't run, you know, Abraham. He uh, And that's recorded in Genesis 22. And uh, in the NIV translation, it says, Then God said, Take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. And of course, as you go ahead and read through that story, many of you remember it already. Abraham went in faith. Mm -hmm. You know, he took his son, who they said was a teenager at that time, and uh, even the son looking at him saying, hey, Dad, we've got the wood, we've got everything we need, we've got the flame and everything, but uh, where's the sacrifice, Dad? And Abraham said, the Lord will provide. And they went up to the point where he was about to sacrifice him. And uh, God intervened because God made a promise and said he was going to have uh, many, many children. Yeah, there is, there is a promise there. Exactly. That's what I'm looking for. And I'm actually, I'm looking in Genesis, but I believe it's actually over in Hebrews because that was another one of the parts of my faith series was oh, faith nice. was faith tested. Yes. And it's funny you brought that up because as you were bringing it up, I was thinking of that. Yep. And I believe it's in, I think it's back over in Hebrews 11 again. Right. And right. it ties in with oh, that yes, in, yes. in Genesis. Yeah. So Hebrews eleven seventeen says, by faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. Mm. He would have, he would he who had received the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. This is the key right here. Abraham reasoned. So he had a promise through his son Isaac, yes. yet he was about ready to sacrifice his son. Yep. Verse 19, Abraham reasoned that God could raise the dead, and figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. So Abraham had such bold faith that he said, I've got a promise through my son Isaac, but I believe so much in that promise that even if I do sacrifice my son, even if I sacrifice the promise, 
he'll just raise him up again. Amen. That's that's, that's some bold faith right oh, there. Oh yeah. And, and we can apply that to our. We probably all have promises in our life that we feel like, well, if I take this step, I feel like God's directing me here. But I feel like if I take that step, step, I'm gonna sacrifice a promise God gave me. Mm. And we all—I mean, I have examples just running through my brain right now, just saying that that I could that I could think of and I could share with people that I've taken steps that I knew were right. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, but is that gonna sacrifice the promise God gave me? Right. We have to step out in bold faith and say, even if I sacrifice the promise, God is the God of raising the dead. He'll yeah. bring it around. Yep. We don't know. Our way and his way is different. Mm-hmm. What I have in mind of how I think the promise is going to unfold oh, yeah. is usually completely opposite. the opposite <laughs> of how God thinks it's going to unfold and what he thinks it's going to look like. Right. So that's a great example yeah, definitely. of that. He was willing to sacrifice the promise God gave him yes. because he had faith that he would just raise him up again anyway yeah. because he gave him that promise. Yeah, that's powerful. That's good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, we've been talking for 26 minutes, Stephen. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's good. This is awesome. I hope you folks are enjoying it. And um, we want to also share with you, we'll probably share that right now. Uh, so he did a six-part series on faith. Mm-hmm. We just touched on faith. And I really want to encourage you folks to actually go and listen to the messages. Their videos on YouTube. Right, Steve? Yes, you can go to Empowering Life Center on YouTube, um, and they'll be there. Or go to GatheringHolton.org is the website of the gathering that I speak at down there. And they have a media tab on there, and they're all there also. It'll link you back over to YouTube. But um, there's six parts there on faith that I just finished up a few weeks ago. Nice. That's awesome. And I've been there for some of those. And Steve does a really good job, folks. You really want to get in there and learn. Make sure you dig your Bibles out. Dig out a notepad. Get some paper. Mm-hmm. And uh, take some notes and learn. It's a great way. And you can sit down and watch that video. And you don't even have to watch it. You can listen to it while you're writing your notes down. But get in the Word, folks. Really important. Learned a lot about faith today. And uh, thanks, Steve, for bringing that to light because it is a bigger picture. There's yeah. a lot involved. It definitely is. And, and you'll learn that. Like I said in the beginning, it takes faith to have faith. Mm -hmm. But I believe that as you study it more, your faith grows stronger Yes. in what you study. Awesome. Well, with that being said, Steve, I'd like to go ahead and have you pray for the listeners, please. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Father, I thank you uh, for this opportunity we have to just to study your word and and bounce things off of each other. And, And I pray that everybody listening that, their ears are open and their hearts are open to receive that regardless of where they're at in life, maybe they're dealing with some things. Maybe, maybe life is great, but there'll come a situation or a a point in life when faith needs to be activated for some things to take place. I pray that they will grow deeper in faith. They'll study this subject for themselves and their confidence in who God is will become greater that they'll begin to step out in faith. They'll use that title deed to say, hey, this this belongs to me. I'm going to take this, this healing, this deliverance, this whatever it may be. It may not even be anything negative. This, you know, I'm, I'm stepping towards God's calling and I'm, I'm operating in faith with that title deed that 
I own what God's called me to do, mm. and I'm going to begin to walk towards that. So I, I pray this morning that for every listener, that faith begins to arise and begins to come deeper and bolder and stronger in their life. Father, I thank you for it. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, there you have it, folks. Be encouraged. I really, really want you to get over there, Empowering Life Center, uh, right there on YouTube. Get on there, watch those videos. Very important. Get educated. It's very important. Can't tell you that enough. Having the faith, you know, what I've experienced in my lifetime and stepping into doing relevance for today now up to episode 73 and uh, just excited about what God's doing with that because he's in control and just like my sign says where God always comes first so Steve we thank you so much for being on the show thank you for taking your time out of your day to hang out with me and do a couple podcasts absolutely thanks for having me yes we will definitely get together and do some more so with that being said, folks, take care of yourselves. Share this podcast with others. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace.